following story contains adult themes and depictions of violence and trauma. This podcast is not for children. Please be advised. Tell me, mademoiselle, what do you know about yesterday? The room was dark. Every member of the staff had been called in this morning for questioning. It was ironic that it was him, the guard, Jacob, was it? It was far too early to process my thoughts about this. What I could process was him. His skin glistened under the warm candlelight. He had probably just returned from his morning training. His dark hair, wet with sweat, was occasionally combed back with his hand. From this proximity, I could notice the little things. A bruise on his collar, the bite marks at the end of his pen, and bandaging on his left hand. I'm not exactly sure. I heard from another maid that there was an attempt on the prince's life. Hmm. And how long have you been employed here? About two months, I believe. You know, I can tell when you're lying. I wouldn't worry. I have no reason to lie. (laughs) It's okay. I trust you. Do you mind if I... No, I don't. A lot of... I saw a container of smokes on the desk. Many men here smoke. Why would it matter if he... By the gods, it's hot in here. I... Um... Oh, God, is... Is he... No, don't look. It's unladylike of you to look. (laughs) How cute. Uh, Pardon? Nothing. Don't mind me. I couldn't help but look. Oh my god, as this man was attractive. His wet shirt didn't help him. I could see every minor detail of his body. I'm not the type to really stare, but... Dear goddess... I locked eyes with him, looking away from him once more. He walked over to the table, bending down to rest his elbows. I won't tell a single soul. He winked at me, getting up and walking back over to the window. He seemed to be peering out into the city. Oh, jeez. Is it hot in here, or is it just me? Uh, It is quite toasty. It's still quite hot out, after all. (laughs) I could feel my eyes wander up and down his body. Believe it or not, he had nice collarbones. I would have never noticed it if I didn't stare. Goddess, what would my mother think? His eyes drew me in, drawing me closer. He wanted my attention, and now he's got it. So, did you hear of any plans to assassinate His Royal Highness? Yes. I wasn't expecting that answer. And you didn't report this to the guard? I reported it to the prince. You what? Well, when I heard of their plans, I was quite close to the prince's office. I only thought of it appropriate to deliver the news as quickly as possible. Dear goddess. Huh. Well, damn. I wasn't really expecting that. (laughs) I'm assuming we'll be hearing more from you, miss... Duvon. Um, really Anne Duvon. Really Anne. That's quite a beautiful name. We don't get many of those around here. Thank you, monsieur. No need for formalities. You can just call me Jacob. 
<laughs> Jacob, it's been a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. I suppose I should be going. I'll see you again. The way he posed that next statement was comforting in a sense. He will see me again. I couldn't help but smile. Goddess, I hope I'm not in trouble. side of my arm, and I should know what it is. <coughs> Your Highness, you're awake. <coughs> Here, water. <coughs> the assassin. He's detained. He's in the dungeon as we speak. Sire, I notice your arm. May I? When they found you, I noticed a red mark on your arm. The doctor passed it off as an old scar, but I wrapped it up anyway. I saw the aftermath of that event. You had quite the struggle. And? Your Highness, you were covered in blood without a single scratch. Then I noticed the remnant was missing. What did you do to me? A deal is a deal. You wanted to live, and I wanted her. The remnant is inside your arm, your highness. The crystal has integrated its way into your body. Why do you need the remnant? What could you possibly be doing with it? You can't be trusted with her anymore. She's far safer with me. If you try to remove her, the arrangement is done. I'll kill you myself. Did you do this? If Yuri- Do not speak his name. That man never existed. He's dead. Leave the crystal be. Sire, with all due respect, that could be very dangerous. 
Even with my current studies on the remnants, there's not enough research to prove that such close contact with a remnant for a prolonged amount of time- Enough, Catalina. Please, I'm only trying to help. I-I'm sorry, I- I'm fine! Leave me be, now. Yes, your highness. When the sun finally disappeared from the sky and my shift had ended, I decided to take a stroll out to the market. The cool air against my face made up for the hours I spent scrubbing every surface of the castle. I bought myself a piping hot bowl of chicken soup. The broth was thick and creamy with hints of garlic and pepper. The taste reminded me of the chicken noodle soup my mother used to make, with potatoes and celery and carrots cut into stars. A few stalls caught my interest, but I wasn't so sure I wanted to spend my money on anything. Though one particular stall stood out to me. I stopped, looking over at the goods. It was a simple stall selling stationery and writing materials. At the end of the table I noticed a box with some intricately engraved pens. One pen was crystal blue with a bird engraved on it. I couldn't help but think of Jacob and his crystal blue eyes. He would bite at the end of his pen and scratch the engravings with his teeth. I suppose he could use a new one. Something that would make him think of me. I bought the pen. It was still early enough. He should be around here somewhere. He wasn't at the training grounds where I see him most. I'd occasionally find him patrolling the halls, so I went looking. In the evening, the corridors tend to be less busy. I could wander aimlessly for hours if I wanted to. One hall was decorated extensively. Gold wall sconces, vases, and statues. On the walls hung 20-foot-tall tapestries of guards in colorful armor. I found Jacob twice. Once looking down on me with woven eyes of blue, and the other instructing some butlers on ladders. They seemed to be taking a tapestry down. They dusted the pole before unscrewing the rod. The man portrayed in the tapestry was quite disturbing. His long golden hair was stringy and pulled tightly into a braid. His brown irises seemed like holes that pulled you into death. His smile was cheek to cheek. It was terrifying. So, why are they taking him down? Oh, really, Anne? He... He quit. Oh, really? Well, I suppose. More like retiring than quitting. He's going off to live a life in the aisle. He'll never return to Dewpoint again. I'm sorry. Are you good friends with him? No, actually. I didn't like him at all. He had, well, an uncomfortable presence, if you will. Always going on about how limber my young bones are. That's quite disturbing. Perhaps it's a good thing he's leaving. Good riddance. Okay, it's coming down now. Look out. Well, I've got a handle this. Wait! This is for you. You got me a gift? <laughs> 
You don't have to do that. Truly. Well, it's, it's nothing. I just saw it and it reminded me of you. You'll put it to use. Thank you, Lillianne. It's late. You should probably head back. Yes, I suppose I should. I'll see you again. I plan on holding him to that statement. This is going to be disgusting. We have to get it done before we let the maids clean his room out. I'm aware. It's just going to be disgusting. I stood outside Yuri's bedroom door with another mercenary of mine, Kitayan. She was a small woman, taller than me, of course, with short wavy brown hair and freckles scattered across her pale skin. We had one job to do before we could rid Yuri completely from our lives, that being to search his room. Dear goddess, it smells rancid! He really could have stood to open a window a few times. What even is that smell? I don't want to know. Let's just get this over with. Yuri's room was disturbing in that I expected it to be filthy, but it was nearly spotless. Every little trinket he had was placed perfectly in order. His furniture almost looked polished, his bed was neatly made. These are animal bones. What? It's just a drawer full of animal bones. Of course it is. Huh. Did you find something, Captain? Poison. It must have been a last resort. He'd rather die than be revealed. He must have been important to their plans. It's ridiculous. Piles of clothing were stuffed underneath his bed. The stench grew stronger. I think I found the source of the smell. I don't think he's got anything over here! I looked under the bed. Beneath the pile of clothes was a box. It was a deep mahogany with a golden lock on it. Is the key anywhere nearby? Nothing. Captain? Could this be it? Letters from the Rebellion? Captain? They're letters. From Rebels? No. They're from the King. What? Look, every single one is from the King. Check those. The King used to write him so often. I thought the castle barely received word from the King. We do. Yuri didn't, apparently. Look at this. He scratched all of the words out. Is that blood? 
Oh my goddess, he did it in blood. This man is sick. None of these even have anything of importance written in them. Why would he do this? Because he's disgusting. Nothing in this room is a help to us. It's just where this creepy old man kept his things. You didn't find anything in the wardrobe? Nothing. He must have kept it all somewhere away from home. Smart man. We're clueless, even in his death. What do we do now? We go after the one thing left. The man in the dungeon. One week. It's been about a week since his capture. Not a single word has escaped his mouth. The captain said that they would handle it. However, I'm running short on time. This man may know something, and the longer he thinks he'll be kept in prison, he'll stall. Sire, please, let us handle it. We're getting closer to cracking him. Captain, time's running out. I could be in danger from this moment on. I know he has useful information. With all due respect, sire, it'll be useless to beat it out of him. He hasn't spoken a word. I'm just going to talk to him. There's a few answers I need myself. Now step aside. It's an order. I just... I lost my wife and kids over 12 years ago to the Willow's Rash. Your father, the king, promised to find a cure, but to no avail. The city ran rampant with disease, spreading almost to every family. I... I'm sure you understand, your highness. I was angered by his actions. A lot of us were. How could I go back home knowing that my children died for nothing? How could I live with myself knowing that their father could do anything? I felt pain. All of us did. There was nothing left for me. I had to take my revenge. You murdered my sister in cold blood. Please spare me. Spare you? Why would I spare you? I didn't mean to. You didn't mean to eviscerate my sister right in front of my eyes. I, I I didn't have a choice. Oh, you didn't have a choice? What about her? I know, I... You know nothing! What sin has she wrought amongst the people? 
What crime has she committed? All because of a damn rash! To hell with it! To hell with all of you! She was just a child, goddammit! She had nothing to do with this! You heard the screams, you fucking bastard! You knew it was wrong from the beginning! Imagine what your children would think. Your wife. Would they really stay in the void to wait for the likes of you? But please, forgive me. I know what he's doing. He wants out. He knows that I can pardon him. Now, my dear friend, I'm not like my father. I'm not a tyrant. However, my offer will only stand for so long. One week. You have one week to speak up. I want the name of the person who sent you. If you can do as much as that, I'll let you run free. Now, if I were you, I'd start talking. Hey there, it's me again. Did you miss me? Because it's been a while. It's been a month, to be exact. And months are kind of long. I missed you, and I'm glad that you're here listening to episode 3 of He Who Forsakes the Crown. Uh, funny thing with writing episode 3, I'm pretty sure all of these chapters were written in the same night because Seo was on something else, and it was summer, and it was a lot of things. And it was all written in one night, probably. Which is really fun. I think that this chapter is fun because the first two chapters were very plot heavy, very set the stage. But now we get to see their characters in their scene. And that makes it really fun. Let me tell you what to do next. You should totally follow us on our social medias. That's going to be Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter. See what we're doing in our downtime. See how we're spending that month away from you. And it'll totally keep you hyped and, you know, you might even get a sneak peek from time to time, which is really fun. So follow us on Instagram and Tumblr. That's just going to be Chapter 15 Studios. 15 is always the number. And on Twitter, that's going to be CH15 Studios. And it drives me crazy, guys. It really does drive me crazy that it's not Chapter, but Twitter has a character limit. And I think it's one letter off. It's one letter off. So tell Twitter to extend it by a letter. Some other things, I think I've said this as a joke many times before, but I totally do it. Use the hashtag on Twitter, hashtag Stanhoofsa, that's going to be hashtag S-T-A-N-H-W-F-C, uh, and talk about us, tell your friends about us, just say something random, and you know, I'll mention you in the ad break, because why not? Let's get this bandwagon going. Let's get the party started. You can also check out our website, www.chapter15studios.com. We've got where you can find our voice actors. We've got a bunch of information about us. I'll, I'll probably put like an FAQ in there soon, too. Uh, just a lot of fun stuff. So you should totally go and check that out. I think that's all I have to say for this episode. I just want to say thank you again to all of our voice actors, our editors. Uh, our editors started 
working on the uh, next part of the episode you're going to see, and they did a phenomenal job. So you should totally support them. Thank you again for listening. I will let you guys get back to it. And I will see you next month. It's been a week since anyone has seen the prince, and the entire castle has been on edge. The staff has been trying their best to keep this place as clean as possible, including me. Guards have been patrolling the castle non-stop. I'm worried that something else has happened. The silence in the castle is maddening. Even Amisha isn't talking. A family portrait. A strong-looking older man. A beautiful younger woman, a younger-looking prince, and a princess. I have yet to see King Zareth or Queen Rosalia, but I've never heard of the little princess. It's sad to see this family so distant. I wonder what could have happened to them. They looked so happy in the portrait. Never mind that, I shouldn't be getting into others' business. I wonder, how did this place come to be? It's impressive. Despite the heavy atmosphere this place emits, this castle is beautiful. I've never seen anything like it before. Now that I realize it, I know almost nothing about this place. Isn't there somewhere I could go to get some insight? Hey! Um, I have a question. Yes? Where's the library? (sighs) Down the hall. To the left. Well, that was a bit rude. Come over. You won't be a bother. I've never seen you around before. What's your name? My name is Rillianne. Rillianne? The name's Catalina. What brings you to the library? Well, I don't really know much about this place, if I'm completely honest. You seem to know more than me. Is it okay if I ask a few questions? Of course. Ask away. Can we start with the prince? What exactly about him? I had an encounter with him and he's a bit... scary. Did I do something wrong? Oh, that? (laughs) He's just like that sometimes. He really prefers being alone. Oh. So, I'm fine? Fine? For what? He doesn't hate me. Why would you care if he hates you? He's my employer. Oh, right. You're fine. Thank goddess. Well, um, well, um, what's the royal family like? King Zareth isn't home often. He's declared his son to be viceroy until further notice. He's out on a relational trip, but 
the castle staff. However, Queen Rosalia is currently locked in a tower. She's caught the Willow's rash. My heart weeps for her. Oh, goddess! Why is she locked in there? She can't risk infecting her son. It was King Zareth's orders. What about the princess? <gasps> She's no longer with us. I'm sure you could guess why. I don't understand. Princess Dahlia was a casualty of the rebellion. The prince was able to get away with his life. On the other hand, she was long gone before he was able to escape. It happened so many years ago, I can't imagine how it scarred the prince. Especially with the townsfolk spreading royal drama or whatnot, trying to create a scandal. What's the rebellion? Oh, honey, you really aren't from here, are you? Dewpoint was created after the Great War to separate the remnants of the war goddess Enyo. The Great War was a big religion war that created the divide between the creationists, magicians, and spiritualists. Enyo was summoned by the creationists to fight against the magicians. However, the magicians were able to capture Enyo and put the goddess within a crystal. What? Is she still in the crystal? In all honesty, I don't really know. I'm not a creationist. The spiritualists realized that the imbalance within the world was caused by this and stole the crystal. The spiritualists and the creationists created a treaty and had her handed over to them. The creationists also had a treaty with the magicians to release Enyo and stop the war. However, they never fulfilled their part. Despite this, they all signed a treaty to free Enyo, and this kingdom was created as a testimony of this treaty. This is the same great war that's taught in the churches? Again, I don't really know, but I would assume so. When the time came, the creationists were enraged that the magicians didn't show up and broke the crystal within the hopes that it would free her. Instead, the crystal shattered into ten perfect pieces. The creationists knew what they had to do, and Dewpoint was responsible for spreading those pieces within the country. But I digress. So this kingdom is over 600 years old? Yes, ma'am. I see. Did that answer all your question? Well... So who are those people on the tapestries in the main corridor? Those are the remnant mercenaries, the most elite and highly trained guard in the region. That uniform, I know it, don't I? Are you? I am. No wonder why she looked familiar. I've seen her before. She's part of the prince's team of guards. The remnant mercenaries. Thank you for your help. I really appreciate it. Anytime. I don't get many visitors here. There seemed to be so much history behind the creation of this kingdom. I feel a bit dim for being so clueless. I must have missed that lesson during schooling, right? Maybe that's why I never heard about this kingdom. Perhaps next time I should look into a few books as well. Excuse me? Oh, hello. Hey. Did you need something, or? Right, sorry. I got you this. I wasn't really sure what to get you. 
I hope you like sweets. You didn't have to get me anything. You didn't have to get me anything, and you still did. Thought I'd return the favor. It's crumb cake. Goes good with coffee or tea, whichever you prefer. Oh my god, has he got me a present? This means something, doesn't it? Is this considered common courtesy in two point? Am I supposed to get him another thing? Well, thank you. I don't think I've ever had this before. There's a bakery not too far from here. The cakes are my absolute favorite. Well, if that's the case, do you want to share this? What? No, I couldn't. I bought it for you. I insist. <laughs> it's better to share cakes anyway. I wouldn't want any of it to go to waste. A tempting offer. Ah, uh, hell. Why not? Great! Coffee or tea? offer still stands. You only have a few more hours left to live. Please, spare me. Then I'd start talking if I were you. Alright, alright. Please, no more. I'll talk. You have my attention. The Rebellion has one of its leaders within your walls. Your kingdom isn't safe. She's... <sighs> Not what she seems. I don't know whether I should believe him or not. Could this be a trick? A sham? A fib? Or could this be a possible truth? A reality I must face? However, I can't take my chances. Captain! Come in! How can I help you, sire? I'm putting you in charge of his execution at 2 p.m. sharp. I want everyone in the square to see it. As you wish, sire. Wait, you said that you let me run free. <laughs> you said it yourself. You're the one who killed my sister. Killing off someone from the royal family is considered treason if I do remember correctly. I don't care that your family died. Allow me to do you a favor and take you back to them. Make sure to use your best axeman. I wouldn't want things to get too violent. Yes, sire. Why should I show him mercy? He didn't show her any mercy. In my memories, I remember his face vividly. It's the most painful memory that's been scarred into the back of my eyes. No matter how much time may pass, you can't just simply forgive someone like that. 
I wonder, who was he talking about? I wouldn't really expect the truth from someone like that. I don't know. His reaction seemed very genuine. He really thought that he was going to run free. I'll never understand how foolish humans can be. Where could I begin, then? There's a lot of women who work within these halls. I don't think it's the captain. She's too dedicated. I trust the captain the most. That's why she's captain. The only woman who really stuck out to me was that girl. The one who warned me? Precisely. How would we truly know that she wasn't a part of the rebellion? We don't. Exactly. Unless you have any other ideas. Something just isn't adding up. Especially with Yuri. Yuri was a traitor. I've never trusted him. Yet, he wasn't talking about Yuri. He said she. Well, your highness, you won't get much done lounging around here. It's called relaxing, Argus. It's been a busy week for me, and I need to heal up a bit before the execution. From what? Your body isn't damaged. It may not be physically damaged, but it's physically exhausted. Amisha, what's going on out there? Haven't you heard? There's an execution in an hour. Everyone is taking off of work to see it. Do we have to attend? No, honey. You don't have to. Work isn't required within the castle when there's a big execution like this. Are you going? Unfortunately, I have to. It's one of the downsides for being the head maid. Anyone with an important position has to go. I wish I didn't have to. I've seen so many throughout the entire time I've worked here. Brilliant, please don't go to it. You don't need that kind of image scarred into your brain. That's an order. Yes, ma'am. Enjoy your time off. town square was bustling, more than usual. Everything was set up perfectly, though, just as I expected from the captain. You don't want to watch, Saren? Very well. Time drew near as I saw Kuro walk up on stage and sharpen his axe. It's all a show for these people. They wouldn't care if he lived or died. Patiently, I await two o'clock. Oh. 
Jacob? He was in full uniform with a sword equipped in hand. He looked strong and powerful. I've never seen him truly in action. What are you doing here? I couldn't bring myself to go to the execution. Oh, really, Anne? You're so pure. Are you going to go? I have no choice in the matter. I'm needed on stage. On stage? You're going up there? With, with the assassin? Don't worry. I've done this all before. It's going to be fine. I'm so sorry. What? You're being forced into watching an execution. Hey, it's fine. Really. It's just a part of the job. It's sickening. It'll be okay. Really, Anne? Please, don't go. You don't deserve to see something like that. I won't. I promise. Good. I have to go now. I'll see you again. Of course. <laughs> I never expected him to actually show interest in me, but here I was. He's been nothing but sweet to me, always speaking those words of affirmation before he goes. It's such a nice promise to hear. Make way for the prisoner! The townspeople parted making a path leading to the stage. The man looked so frail as he walked up. I wonder how it must feel to be embarrassed in front of so many people. The man was escorted by my remaining mercenaries. Once up the stage, the man kneeled down and placed his head on the chopping block. Any last words? I killed Dahlia Demonte. <gasps> I felt disgusted to see a man take pride in killing my sister. Whether he wanted that to be his legacy or he wanted everyone to know his crime. After all of these years, the perpetrator was a wheezing, frail old man. Many people started throwing things at him hoping to damage him in some way. Enough! Below the man, a basket was placed to collect his head. The captain looked to me for my signal. With that, 
captain lifted her hand and swung it down. This sends a message to them. It was hard to not hear the execution taking place. I knew the job was done when the crowd started cheering. It seems a bit morbid to be happy about that kind of thing, but I mustn't pay much mind to it. Somebody left a note on my bed. Join me in the dining room at 7 o'clock. Wear your most formal attire. Don't keep me waiting. How strange. He Who Forsakes the Crown is an audio drama written and produced by Chapter 15 Studios. Starring Nick Richardson as Jacob, Julia Orsborn as Rillianne, Eric Smith as Zane, Polaris as Leah, Zoe Abisher as Catalina, Ranger Fox as Argus, Chara as Sayoko, Cameo Sweets as Katayan, Seo as Amisha, Scott Zimmerman as the main assassin, Rodrigo Tamayo as Rebel, Giselle Fausto as the maid, and Andrew Bonilla as the butler. Thanks for listening! We'll see you next time on August 4th. <laughs>